welcome back to the BF Tangent. Erections. <laughs> that was our producer and composer, GQ and underwear model, Mr. Jeremy Williams at Tall Tree Recording Studios. And may I say, Freddie, hearing that just makes me want to grab a blanket, marshmallows and take you for a ride in the country. What do you say? I'd say we'd be fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy and Tall Tree are sponsoring our podcast. You can check out Jeremy Williams Music on Facebook and YouTube or go to the website. We'll leave links in the show's notes. Oh, mate. What's, what's cracking? I've, um, I've severely underdressed tonight. I walked out of the house because my wife had the heater cranking and I'm wearing shorts and, a, and an overexertion jumper, of course, but I, I definitely picked the uh, thinner of the, of the selection, so I'm, I'm freezing at the moment. Still managed to get that overexertion in there, www.overexertion.com.au. I did, mate. And just talking about overexertion, yeah. um, as you know, last week I was in New Zealand snow yeah. snowboarding. Shredding some powder. Shredding the fuck out of the powder. Powder but, on the slope. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was it was real warm one 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 of the days, and um, I got to take my jacket off, and I was just riding the slopes in my OE hoodie. Yeah. So I just had the hoodie on. Cause it's warm enough. Oh, it was warm enough, and and I'm going down the slopes, and the runs they just got they kept getting icier and icier, like so the powder was was melting and stuff, and I was just like, fuck me, this sucks throughout the day. But I noticed, turned around. It's the, all the girls behind me, they're just dripping puddles. So, at, as I, as I, yeah, I started the day fucking snowboarding. I'm ending the day surfing waves <laughs> just because of my overexertion hoodie. So make sure you get on top of it. It's fucking good gear. So That's good. Well, I, actually, um, I actually had a kind of similar story. It, probably not as good, but... Um, <laughs> probably not as good, though. <laughs> but um, I actually been away on, on holidays myself. I had spent the week up in Yapoon and... Um, I was lucky enough to get on some dirt bikes again for a bit and we went for a bit of a ride and you'll see, um, I'll have to post the photo, but we got a photo down at this river and it was a dry creek bed when we pulled up, but I whipped out the overexertion hoodie out of the back. Next minute we got a full flown stream. <laughs> <laughs> Smelling really fishy. But um, also also just uh, our mate Aaron at the supplement store just wanted us to give us a shout out about his new um, app that they've developed. It's the first app in Australia that order that's to order supplements through and show up at your door the next day. So if you go check so, it out. So you can order it online and then it turns up the next day. The next day. The next day. The next day at, the, at the front drop. door. So that's at the supplement store um, on Insta. Yep. And then just go to their web page, uh, go to their Insta page and then you follow them from there and they'll go through, send your links to get the app. So that app's out and functioning? Yeah, that app, that app just dropped, so. That's awesome, yeah, we'll get on that, guys. All right, Freddie, so we were, um, we were lucky enough to be able to crawl into the Badger's Den this week. And he's, um, we've got Brendan the Badger O'Reilly on with us today. It's yes. been a while. It has. <laughs> it has, it has. It's good to be back. Thanks, mate. So what's, um, what's been going on? Not much, hey. Just been training really hard and... Uh, and that's about it. Training hard, losing weight actually, because yep. I'm going back to lightweight. I think we talked about last time I was on here, but yep. I hadn't really started. But I've started now, and I've probably like since the last time I was on here, I think I've lost like probably six kilos. Yeah, sweet. So, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Do you, you read that book? Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. It's good. Hey, yeah. like it's it's quite helpful, especially for like closer to the fight, like the final few weeks, about like the last bit of the cut. It's really cool. Yeah. So I'm probably going to use a lot of those tricks. Trying not to do it too aggressively sort of thing? Yeah, that's why I've started so far out, is yep. to just make sure, like, I'm dropping a bit of weight and then kind of, like, 
get comfortable there and then drop a little bit more, get comfortable there, drop a bit more. So rather than trying to do it all at once and panicking and whatever. So yeah, And what, what what nutritional way are you doing it? Like uh, actually I'm I'm doing it pretty uh, it's not really like full like that keto diet, but it's I guess it's pretty similar. Like it's it's uh, protein and fat based like all through the week and then on like one day I'll just reload like with just car- carb up and yeah, yeah. reload glycogen yeah, right. stores. Brenton's the keto man. Yeah, oh, really. I've been, I've been, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a running joke, yeah. yeah. I've been giving it, giving it half a whirl. But, um, so you just try and it's, so during the week you just try and get in that state of ketosis and yeah. then on the weekend just. Yeah, basic, basically, yeah. It's just like protein and fats through the week and yep. then but I, and then just one day of the weekend, I just like, I still eat, no, I'm not too bad. Like oh, the other week it was my birthday. So that was a bit of a blowout, <laughs> but um, I just up the carbs heaps and yep. like, it's, it's actually amazing. Hey, like the day after that, you feel awesome. And yep. then you last a while, but by the end of the week, um, like you're starting to struggle a little bit again. So yep. I, I um, apparently like the leaner you get, you might have to do like two, that twice a week, like yep. halfway through and then again on the weekend or something because uh, I got a DEXA the other day, DEXA scan, and like I'm down to 10% body fat, so I want to yep. get a bit lower than that, but it's still p- kind of low. And it's Just like, handles and stand on? Uh, no, I had the full, oh, the the full, full yeah. lie down yeah. gig. Yeah, yeah so, a lot more accurate. That. Yeah, yeah, so I've had them before. They're pretty good. I get them at the start of a camp and then like halfway through and then near the end and make sure everything's going good. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah Freddie did one a couple of weeks back. What were you at? I was at 8%, but yeah. that was a stand on shredded. And I, oh, man, but it's skinny, bro. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not a. I'm jealous. <laughs> he's, he's one up to me. Um, I'm leaving. Badge, last time you walked out of here, a brown belt. Yep. You've now got the black belt wrapped yes. around you. Talk yep. us through that, man. How was that? Uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to. Uh, be awarded my black belt in, in BJJ from my coach last week, um, my coach Bruno Lemos. So it was a massive honor, um, especially like being in the in the Alliance Jiu-Jitsu sort of family, which is like the world's most successful Jiu-Jitsu team. Uh, I think they've just won their eleventh world title, wow. and um, so getting a you know being a black belt under that sort of lineage is a huge honor for me. And yeah, yeah something awesome. that's been a long time in the making, but yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Tears, mate. Not really. It was weird. It, it took a few days to sink in. Like I, I'd keep looking down, and it just looks like a. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> is it you? No. Oh, it's me. Sorry, guys. <laughs> just another fan, mate. Yeah. <laughs> God. Oh my God. Dana White, fuck off. We must be live because he just dropped the back belt and the phone's ringing. Yeah, it's just fans calling. Yeah. <laughs> They're excited about my black belt. What are we talking about? They're black belt. Black belt. <laughs> <laughs> and so you can't end uh, How teeth, was a like, surprise to get it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I still look at it now, and it, it's weird because I just look at it and I think I've got my coach's belt on. Like, that's the way... I, I've never... Ima- I always imagined getting one one day, but it just doesn't seem real. Like, I look at it and I think I've stolen my coach's belt like I'm being naughty. Yeah. So. How many years in the making? Uh, uh, nine years, I yeah. think. Nine. Yeah. yeah. Wow, man. Because, cool. yeah, you, you probably heard it in the um, BJJ world that I'm dipped my toe in it now. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah. And I, Lord, words got around. <laughs> yeah, words get around. Cause, Have uh, you seen that white belt guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, nah, but, um, and I, I, the, the gym that I'm going to, I like, 
of if the only people I'm tapping out at the moment don't have penises and they're about <laughs> 10 years old. And so if, they, if you're not there, if you're not in that category, I just, I'm walking out of there with sore necks every time. And I just, it just makes you realize like starting doing it, it's so, so addictive. And then so I'm like, I can see myself like at 40 or 50 years old getting presented my black belt, you yeah, know, like just yeah. the, the massive like. Yeah, it, it's so, it's really, really addictive, hey, because it's, it's just a, I don't know. It's a weird thing. Like, I th- like obviously some people would hate it, but it's pretty cool because you could. It's a good sport, and you can go hard out and like wrestle hard, and then the next day you you're not beaten up. You know, unlike say striking sports where you you can't spar as hard as you can and, yeah. and walk away like unscathed. So yeah. yeah, very addictive. Is there like stats on how many black belts we have in like Queensland or like? I'm sure there would be, but I, I don't. I'm not yeah. right up there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really. I don't you just really. know that you got one, so it's like yeah. all good. Do you yeah. take it? Take it to bed at night time, mate. I did. So the Later. first night, I, the first night I got it, I wore it. I, I every single belt I've ever got, the first night I have it, I wear it to bed. I don't know why. I feel like I absorb its power more. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, the next day, I wore it all day. And then now I've kind of become a bit more normal. Just like, the coals, just over. Your, I carry over it. Your I carry it with me all the time. Yeah. In case it's just game time, got to put the belt on <laughs> over awesome. my jeans. Is there? There's uh. There's there's rumours um that there's weird traditions in some things when you get crossover to your black belt. Yeah. Any any truth in this? Like any uh. Eddie. I don't know what this weird rumor is, but... Uh, Do you have to drink a bucket of piss or something? <laughs> no, no, actually, so for getting a... Uh, for the black belt was the only belt where I didn't, like, get whipped. I don't know if you guys do the whole whipping That's thing. what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. The gauntlet. Yeah. Um, no, apparently I, uh, you don't get it at black belt, you know, because I don't know if it's because you've just earned your stripes by then or whatever, yeah. but... Every other belt, yeah, I've got the gauntlet where you basically everyone in the in the academy lines up sort of down each side and you just walk up and back and with your shirt off and just get whipped by them with their belts. And, um, <laughs> and they go hard out. Hard out. But yeah. I'm I'm the worst um, person at whipping. Like I will whip people hard because I got whipped hard. So this actually actually this belt it's only like a week old and i've whipped a lot of people already because oh, yeah. other people got graded you know like they got their blue belts purple belts whatever and oh, i've unleashed hell in the last week with this thing already it's drawn blood so that's awesome uh, yeah i gotta just start jiu-jitsu just yeah to just to get the, just to do the whipping <laughs> now mate the reason i brought it up do you take it to bed is i was up um last week visiting some friends that i race off road with and um so uh, shout out to the guys at Off Road Cartel, but um, Boom. yeah, my mate Josh Curran, he um, bought a new set of shocks for the front of his buggy. Yeah, and these things are like uh, at a wild stab, they'd be like between three and four grand each. Yeah. So yeah, we all got a photo holding it, and he took it to bed that night. So yeah, perfect. Yeah, pretty, pretty wonderful. Thing. Yeah. I would do that. I'm <laughs> quite a weirdo like that, and if there's something I'm passionate about, you got to take it to I bed. Just take it to bed. I take <laughs> it everywhere with me. I carry it with me all yeah. the time. The uh, if if you don't follow Bad, Badger on Facebook, start doing it because some of the vids that you're putting up lately are fucking hilarious, man. Like when you're down in uh, I think you're Melbourne. Oh, um, the cribs. The, oh, the yeah. MTV cribs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love doing a bit of MTV cribs wherever wherever I end up staying yeah. at a hotel. I never knew a single bed could be so versatile. Oh, dude. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be more into. Stay tuned, guys, because there's gonna be more MTV cribs coming up in a couple of weeks. One of the guys I coach is fighting 
on the undercard, the Danny Green undercard, I oh, think, awesome. on the second or no, the third of August, one of them. And, it's coming um, up. It's coming up, <laughs> and we'll be doing an MTV Cribs down there in Melbourne again. So stand by. I, I, I find when you you travel, I've done I've done a lot of travelling with uh, groups of men, yeah. and I find when you travel and you're sharing rooms like that, you the study of human relations <laughs> gets way more intense because. You're, if you're paired up, like if I go, go to a camp like, and we're playing footy for like four weeks or something like yeah. that, you're with a single person. Yeah, you, you get used to like being in small situations with each other. And I've had roommates where they're like, oh man, can you just uh, roll over? Cause I'm just gonna, you know, squeeze one out here. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then if, if you haven't picked up by now, Freddie was a rugby league player. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. And then it's, yeah, so you just get like, when you you just get, you find out people like what they're really like when you're put in those situations, yeah. just being around them all the Close fucking time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've definitely been on a lot of trips away and uh, never had that. That I've never had that experience. Yeah, so I'm no, the, I'd be, I'd be I'm like, in, I'm in the wrong sport. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you're in no, the you're right in the right sport, right. sport, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I'd rather be whipped than have to like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was just like, bro, go to the shower, man, and just play yeah. some music. You know? <laughs> wow, rugby league. Good, good lord. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what else is news, mate? Um, man, not much, hey, just uh, trying to plan out my next training camp. How long, um, so how long, how far out will you start that? Uh, well, so I can't really confirm, or I haven't really had confirmed when the next fight is, but I have an idea, Yeah. Uh, like a really good idea. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, mate, if it's happening, we can just talk yeah, about it. All right, so happen, wait, so. November. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And, um. <laughs> And so early teens. I'm working. I'm working um, just with my coaches at the moment. I'm coming up with a plan. I'm like peaking, obviously, at the right time. And so I think as of next week, that'll be about 16 weeks out from yep. that suspected sort of time it'll be. So um, we're going to start like a general phase and do like eight weeks of a general sort of camp, and mm-hmm. then have a bit of a break, and then another, or you know, seven of a general one, a bit of a, a week. Of, Deload and then a proper camp, you know. So, so they're generally about six weeks a camp. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, between eight and six, and like it, I think everyone varies, and yeah. like for me, it six works better because um, because I'm pretty dedicated and I push really hard in sessions. If I go for eight, I find I usually peak a little bit early, so six for me is like pretty perfect. Yeah, yeah. awesome. And you pump, you pump fight and you get at lightweight. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. pumped to go back there. I mean, like it's a lot more. It's such a weird, like what the weight divisions are so weird for me because welterweight is honestly so easy for me to make. It's like a, it's a joke, but then lightweight is very like very serious for me to make. There's yeah. not really an ideal one. Like um, it'd be if there was a division that was say like 73 kilos or something or 74. It's probably 73, 74 would be perfect. Like I would have to you know diet, but it wouldn't be ridiculous. Whereas, yeah, seventy, oh yeah, man, it's pretty tough. And but seventy-seven is like so so easy, you know. And the guys are ginormous. So yeah, yeah, yeah there's some big dudes in oh, there. Man. Hey? For, yeah, like even even looking at like uh, Eddie Alvarez and um, Dos Anjos, uh, they both when you a camera adds like 10 kilos man yeah. like everyone looks fucking jacked in yeah. the octagon you know yeah. well Asadas came in and everyone's starting to look a little less jacked yeah. especially the Brazilians but um, <laughs> yeah but um, on that um, obviously we'll talk about USC 200 a bit but John Jones getting done for yeah. estrogen blockers yep so um, 
masking something or just a mistake, you know, whatever they're going to come up with, whatever yeah. bu- like bullshit they're going to do. Yeah. Um, how do you go about your supplements, Badge? Oh, man, that, this is actually a tough thing, you know, because like obviously I can't really speculate on John Jones specifically because I don't know what happened. But I know that like, so now we're meant to contact, we have like a, it's called Supplement 411 and we're meant to like scan our supplements that we go to use, the barcode or, or enter them in and it'll tell us whether it's safe to use or not. But I've scanned like a million barcodes and none of them come up, like they don't have info on it. So then I take photos of the the nutritional like the panel of what's in there and i send it to usada like the experts and then they meant to you know like answer well they do answer but they always answer with pretty like, quick on it like they're, they're pretty quick but the answers generally always like the things that i've sent have always come up negative but they'll say oh nothing on the list you sent us is banned however that at the end of the day it's up to you whether you take it because yeah. sometimes a company will you know, may put something in there that's not on the label. So yeah. basically they cover their ass at like, they're not, they're never gonna tell you it's 100% safe. Yeah. So even even like I've got supplements that are, you know, I'm pretty sure are fine and like I've run them by USADA and they say uh, there's nothing on there that seems illegal. But yeah. if I took it and there was something in there, then it's still gonna be my fault. So. And that's right and, and contamination between supplements yeah you know, this they, is the thing like honestly if you wanted to be super super safe you probably just couldn't take anything mm-hmm. to be honest because you never know what's in stuff but yeah, who knows just fish oils and whey fish yeah. oil yeah that's, <laughs> that's chew on a cow and just eat some gum leaves and like but yeah what about that's, uh, we do well here's the thing <laughs> I don't even I don't even have any supplements at the moment because I don't have a supplement sponsor so guys come on please we're going to get we, behind we're gonna, the we've we got a guy that we can talk to about that we oh, were yeah. saying that before yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. got a hook up bro yes yeah why didn't you speak to us earlier yeah. I mean just Freddy I got nothing <laughs> <laughs> he's the yeah. man with all the connections so on, on the plus side at least I'm not getting pinged on drug tests because <laughs> <laughs> I'm just right. eating tuna <laughs> Oh man, did you read the ingredients, bro? Yeah, no, I had to run my tuna cans past you, Sarah. <laughs> um, when we say they, we're obviously we're we're not talking about um, uh, the brothers and Dana White anymore. We're talking yeah. about the new owners when, yeah, with the UFC. You, you got any got any knowledge for us there, mate? Yeah. To be honest, I don't. Know. I'll probably just the people out there, the general fans, who probably know as much as us, the fighters. Actually, like we got a um, we got like an email when it happened, like the day it happened or something, which I think Joe Lozon put on Reddit and now the whole world has seen it, has read it. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah, it was just basically telling us like what, you know, that they had sold and who the new owners were and and what was going on and that things wouldn't, what they said to us was things wouldn't really change and whatnot. So that's that's literally all we really know. But um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's interesting because like um, you don't often, I don't, in my opinion, you don't often see like people buy into uh, a business, whether it's like a small business or whether it's like a huge company like the UFC and just have intent to keep it exactly the same. You know mm. what I mean? People always come in with their vision of what they want to make it or what they want to change. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what, if anything changes. Or well, what. Yeah, well, they, you're thinking that they've got to make it into an NFL, an NBA, an NFL. Yeah, well, this is, this is what I've been saying for years, like just because if you look at the money coming in versus the money going out if you look at it say it like the nfl the money generated versus the money they pay players and then you look at uh like the ufc it's there's a big difference there like and 
I think if there's a bit more security and that like if guys were on a I know for personally, like if I was on some uh, like a retainer where you were getting basically trade to paid to train and um, and fight year round, man, the performances you could put on would be off the charts compared to sometimes having a struggle and worrying about your next paycheck and worrying about making it to the fight yeah. to get paid. So now yeah. on that, I think um, we I definitely sort of fell for it, but I think it's a common misconception that if you're a UFC fighter, you're absolutely killing the game and yeah. you're just bankrolling everything, but yeah. I, is, it's not really the case, is it? Yeah, definitely not. Like, um, the, I, I think, what I don't know if it's the, the saying's correct, if I'm getting it correct, but they say like, you know, 5% of the people get 95% of the money. And yeah. Um, yeah. it's pro- honestly, it's probably not even that. It's probably not even 5% of the people, you know, it's probably less, but... Um, there's definitely the, the, the few in there that get a, a lot of the money, which is, they deserve it too, you know, like as in there's some big names in the sport, but there's definitely a huge percentage of guys in the UFC that are, you know, they're still working um, normal jobs or second jobs or trying to like coach on the side maybe, or just, you know, um, uh, you get a, you get paid from one fight and you've then got to plan how to make it last to your next fight. So it's definitely... Um, you got the. I, I would say everyone in in even in the UFC um, is doing it for the love of it because apart from those few like Conor McGregor's and the Ronda Rousey's, like if uh, uh, you you if you were not doing it for the love, you you just couldn't do it at all. You know? That's right. And if you don't get your fucking win bonus, you know. Oh, if yeah. You, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean. Yeah, it definitely. I think the win bonus is good in a way because it does like motivate you to to go. I know going into fights, I know I want to fight hard because I think you know there's that incentive there. But um, I would like to see a bit more. Like back in the days of Japanese MMA, when it was stronger, like Pride and whatnot, yeah. the records didn't matter so much, and uh, it was just about how hard you fought. They didn't care if a, if a guy had you know lost a few times in a row if he just fought hard out. Yeah. And that was what the Japanese fan base liked more. And uh, that's where you saw guys like um, Vandalay Silva and, and Crow Cop just, you know, get off the charts, exciting fights because um, they didn't worry about their record. They worried about fighting hard. Yeah. And um, they'd, actually get, they'd actually get fined, like yellow carded and docked pay if they didn't fight hard. So yeah. um, whereas I think the UFC, um, in a way, in a roundabout kind of way, encourages guys to fight safe because um it does you know to a degree it doesn't really matter if you fight boring or fight um exciting if you can get the w you're going to get another fight um so definitely definitely look at like the crowd pretty much yellow carded cormier on the weekend yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, you know for doing you know like you said imagine if you fucking lost that yeah he was in a he was in a a pretty hard position like lose-lose in a way because like if he actually lost the fight if he fought if he tried something silly and got caught he lost to a guy who took the fight on two days notice yeah um and but if he won which he did but i mean the only way he could have been you know like got the crowd on side is if he did some spectacular like finish and like that's not easy against one of the best guys in the world you know or best guys ever you know yeah so I, yeah, I think that I think the whole UFC 200 was a bust. I think it was a flop. Yeah. I think fight week was good. Yeah. I think the highlights was definitely Eddie Alvarez. Yeah. And we we found out Kane Velasquez is still a fucking beast. Yeah. You know, like that was yeah. the highlight on that night yeah, for me. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And that, yeah, it was a bit disappointing. Like, uh, I think it was disappointing for the UFC, like as an organization. 
And I think it was probably disappointing for some of the people on the card, but definitely, like, I think for the UFC, because, um, you know, they would have been pretty pumped for it as a big event, like a big sort of anniversary-type celebration thing. Yeah. And, yeah, you're right, it kind of did flop. I mean, they had the whole... I think the John Jones thing really affected oh, it. Um, and then, What do you think he's... Do you think he's, like, you know, two-year ban, and he, he comes back from that shit, or...? so I don't like I'm such a bad fan to be honest I spent so much time training I don't keep up with what's going on but like what's happened with him has he got so, a band yeah so they're saying they're saying two years right like yeah. two years at least yeah. um, he can he can to to protest that kind of stuff they gotta be t- like telling the truth you know yeah. like they gotta yeah. be because the because uh, USADA's obviously gonna put all their money into saying we're right you're wrong so they're yeah. saying yeah so he's looking at two years and then, and then um, there's people saying, you know, like you got your US, UFC experts already saying, like, you know, two years, he's missing 29 and 30. He's missing the glory years of his yeah. career, you know. Can he come back after two years? They're, they're also saying, like, could he, should he just accept, all right, like, John Jones is the fucking bad boy, all right? Yeah. Just come out and admit what you did was wrong. The, these estrogen blockers could have been in uh, erection pills, erection yeah. like liquid drinks, that kind yeah. of stuff. He comes out and just goes, look, I like fucking girls yeah. and I like doing cocaine and I like <laughs> fighting, yeah. you know, like, and then everyone's just gonna be like, sweet, we should tell yeah. them the truth, see you in two years and then they'll they'll have him back, but you just don't know. Like, but at the moment they're just saying two years. Yeah, yeah. That, and, he keeps but, playing the victim. Yeah. Oh, God's put me in this position. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, I. I don't know. Hey, like, well, to answer your question about the two-year thing, like, man, I don't, I honestly don't, I'm obviously no John Jones level of talent because, like, man, like, when when we are on the, the Ultimate Fighter, he came and trained with us for a few days and we were talking to him just about his training and he literally doesn't train outside of, like, fight camps. Like, he doesn't train and then he'll yeah. just come back and be, like, make world-class guys look second-class. So yeah. he's like... He's so talented, but even the best and the most talented guy in the world, I don't think you can not really do stuff for two years. Yeah. And I mean, he could train, but like, it's hard to stay motivated for two whole years without fighting. Yeah. So I don't, I, I don't know. I, if if he Le- is, Lesnar bad. had five off. Yeah. Yeah. True. <laughs> That's crazy. Five, had five years. years. True. Maybe John Jones will go to pro wrestling. Yeah. Like, seriously, who knows? Yeah. But um, oh, but, he's definitely an athlete, man. He's yeah. Been, I think the yeah. I think yeah about him saying about God putting him in that position. It's like, I don't know, like, he, I think he needs to take responsibility for it, you yeah, know, 100%. like, um, whether or not he deliberately took something or whether or not it honestly was like something in something he took. Like I saw Gilbert Melendez, he got, he got done like last year for something and he, he stuck to the whole, oh, it was in something I took, but he, he just said that, like, he just said, it's my fault for taking you know a supplement without checking it whatever like i'm gonna take it on the chin and come back from it so yeah. and then everyone just like yeah cool whatever like so i guess um i saw the you might have seen it but like john jones posted a thing about like he saw a rainbow as he was flying back to new mexico and he reminded him of like all the positivity and all this and <laughs> some some jaded fan posted below the photo and he's like He's like, man, I flew all the way to Las Vegas to watch you, so fuck you and your rainbow. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. yeah, like I think uh, I don't know. Like, actually, I I don't have that much against him to be honest, but I think a lot of his like loyal fans who yeah. it's happened maybe the second time now, uh, or maybe right. maybe third. Twice. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're kind of run the bitches over. Yeah, yeah hit run. I think they're just probably like getting like his fans are getting a bit disillusioned. So. Yeah. 
I probably the more honest he he just up front he is the better like even if he's up front you're right like about saying he's the bad guy yeah just say it but um I think that his fans need a bit of like straight up bluntness rather yeah, yeah. than you know saying you know he's in a hard position and yeah, he's that's to, like right. get through it or something like yeah. Yeah, if he did, yeah, just said, you know, I can't get a hard on. I, you know, the, the label says, like, you know. Yeah, but, just um, tell the fucking truth. Have, do you know, Badge, do you know anything about opponents yet? Like, have you got them lined up? Or For like, me? Yeah. Like, not really. Like, there's guys that I, I know I would like to fight. Yeah. And um, I'm always kind of, like, watching in that way, like, with interest, just to see who I'd like to fight. Obviously, like, going to a different weight division now, it's interesting because there was guys that I wasn't really look, looking at that now I can look at. So... Um, yeah, there's some good ones out there, but um, yeah, I'll just fight whoever, really, to be honest. <laughs> and what, man, you got to take it to ground now with your life. Belt yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out in my gi and then I'm just gonna spinning heel kick him in the head. <laughs> shoot with the head. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> oh man, Alvarez would be a good fight for you, bro. You stand uh-huh. in the pocket and bang. Yeah, man. yeah, Eddie Alvarez, man. I actually really like his style. Hey, yeah. like I really respect it. So. The goal would be one day work my way to get a shot at the title against someone like that because they're the, those are the kind of fights that are, you want to have, a, I, for me anyway, that I want to fight those sort of guys that you know are going to bring a good fight. You yeah. Know? So. Yeah, well, I was saying to Brent and I was watching that and I was like, oh man, this is like, this is like UFC five years ago, you know, mm-hmm. just that fight, like, you know, they were just going at it. Yeah. And the way that he like to throw caution to the wind and throw that flying yeah. knee and stuff, yeah. it's just... Well, this is like, Eddie Alvarez, like he, he came um, to like... He was Bellator champion. Yeah, but even before that, he was huge in Japan. And like what I was saying before about like Japanese MMA where they like they were pumped on dudes that just fought hard. So he kind of like cut his teeth in Japan. And I think that's why he just still is like, he just fights like that. And I've heard him um, saying that he doesn't train for a three round fight, let alone a five round fight. You know, mm. like he, he probably, I mean, physically I'm sure he does train for it, but in his head, he's never prepared to go like, he's not trying to pace himself over three rounds or five rounds. He's just he's trying to stop dudes. Yeah, and he yeah. said, so in a three round fight, he'll try and stop the guy in two rounds. And if it gets to the third round, he'll just find like he'll just dig deep and find the gas to go the third round. But yeah. he's always trying to stop it. And you can see it in that that fight. Oh, like yeah. he was, he was swinging so hard <laughs> that he actually threw himself on the ground. Yeah, <laughs> and, that, and that's what he said. He because his last two fights he's played it safe and he's got the W to yeah. line him up for this. And then he yeah. goes and then he can bring out the dog. You yeah, know, he goes. Yeah, you yeah. wanted to see that. I brought it out. You know. Yeah. And oh man, some of those shots that um. Uh, Raphael was just was standing till you yeah. know I can't believe yeah. he was still on his feet yeah he did really well hey <laughs> he did really really well the other one that, that did you see um, it was on on 200 but um, Joe Lozon and um, Diego Sanchez man oh um, Joe Lozon hit him with some massive shots hey like Diego Sanchez is tough. Did that go? That went to just decision. No, no. no. Um, what's his name? Lozon stopped him. Hey, like oh, they yeah, TKO'd right. him. But because Sanchez can Sanchez take a full logging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, man, it's funny. Some of those fights, those earlier ones that weren't really televised, they're on like pay. Uh, what do you call it? Fight Pass or whatever. Yeah, they were all right. Yeah, it was just like those. The girls were going at it, man. I saw that one. That yeah, was pretty well. The main one. The yeah. main of it. Yeah, yeah. Misha and then. Yeah. Oh, Oz Devo, man. Like to see, especially to break her nose as well. I'm yeah. like, oh, don't mess up that face. <laughs> <laughs>
But yeah, that that belt start to change hands a bit too much. Yeah, yeah, well, this is like I was saying to someone, it's funny. Like, I think we got there was this uh, era where there was like GSP and Anderson Silva were like just keeping the title their titles for so long that you kind of assume it's like the done thing. But now belts changed change hands like every fight now yeah. hey like yeah. it's crazy yeah that's it yeah they UFC needs to have a, a champ to hang around for a bit longer you know like uh, yeah. they need to especially like that. you look at 2015 how everyone's saying that was UFC's year and that's why they got the 4.2 billion you know for yeah. it and then in 16 it's been such a it's kind of a down year yeah. you know like because it's changed hands so much and yeah. uh, but uh yeah, like if we get like Conor McGregor to, get to defend his uh, like belt again and just have like at least one or two in each division that's you, you can hang on to that champ. Yeah. It keeps people way more invested in what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Like it'll be interesting now, um, yeah, like how Conor had plans of like coming to lightweight. It'll be interesting now that with Eddie there because um, Eddie's so durable, you know what I mean? Not that, not, not, nothing against like, El, uh, what's his name, uh, Dos Anjos. But he, he legit, honestly probably did get hurt. But I don't think Alvarez would even pull out of a fight if he was hurt. So yeah. I think if they put that fight together, it'd happen. And, like, it'd be interesting to see, like, if Connor could stand up to the fury of, um, mm. of yeah. Alvarez, hey? So, yeah. I was, I was thinking that, like, that... I was thinking that kind of lined up better for Connor at that Alvarez one yeah. because you well, you don't worry so much about the takedown as much as... Yeah. as uh, but, and um, maybe yeah, and Alvarez like rushes in a bit, a fair bit. Although he's like got you know he's like heavy handed, but yeah, it'd be. I think you're right. Like I think Connor would like the fight. So like maybe if he after Nate, who knows? I think he's gonna have to defend that. Do you, you think he's got Nate? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Diaz fan. Hey, yeah. like I actually like Conor McGregor like stylistically, but I've always been a Diaz brothers fan since um. I used to love, like I used to watch Nick before he well he was originally in the UFC like years ago then he was out of the UFC and I followed him like all through that when he was out of the UFC and then followed him to, as he got back in and then like I was a fan of Nate's since he was on um, the Ultimate Fighter I think he was on like season five really, of, yeah yeah early. and um, yeah I was a fan of him then so I've always loved the Diaz brothers yeah. hey Do you reckon he'll be able to stop and slap Connor. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's in the crowd, man. Uh, well, um, with your with your preparation, you're gonna do any um, sparring with Loco? Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I want to actually get back into it. Like we used to, we used to obviously spar like weekly, and it was the best. Hey, and like yeah. what, we, I, it's I can't get anyone else who will just go as many rounds as that guy. He's mental. He's a machine. He's right? a, um, a training freak, man. Yeah, right? and and like good quality though too. So like he'll he everything's sharp still, and like he's such a good boxer. So, and I like that's part of the reason why like I love the Diaz brother style because they'll go and actually box with like pro boxers, and that's mm. like I like doing the same thing because like I don't mind being, I want to be like a little fish in a big pond so I'll go like spar good guys like him and, yeah, and yeah. take my beatings but well yeah. that well that's what he says Loco he always he always goes um how good of a boxer you are and he and he thinks you don't realize that how how high skilled boxer you are you yeah. know and that, yeah that's I, I think I've had this thing like drilled into me for a long time that like oh you're a jiu-jitsu guy get <laughs> get the takedown and then I'm like, hang on a minute like I like I know I'm a good boxer like when I because I go spar with like good pro boxers so 
um, yeah, you're going to see a lot more of it, especially at lightweight where I don't have that massive reach disadvantage. Yeah. So, man, guys are just about to get decapitated, so stay ready. Yeah, sweet. <laughs> stay awesome. ready. Oh, man, you put a couple wins together, I reckon, with your... Um, funniness as well, right? Yeah, yeah. You can get some, you can get some support, eh? Yeah, this yeah, yeah. Good. That's the plan, hey. Uh, hey, just before I feel like we zigzagging a bit. I don't want to zigzag, but just going back to um to like what we were saying before about the the pay misconception and stuff like that. I've heard. Wait, like, just on that one second while I remember it. They say that the, that the stats coming out now that an average UFC fighter's lifespan is one and a half years. So that that's what that's what they've averaged out over that. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So one and a half years. That's what a, a yeah. lifespan of a UFC fighter is to try yeah. to get in, make money, get bank, and then get out. Yeah. So wow. fuck that's hard. Continue. Yeah. But no, what I was trying to get back on was there. I've heard rumors of there being like someone trying to get off the ground a fighters union, or it would be a good thing. Yeah. What's your thoughts on it? Um, I think, I don't know because um, I've because honestly I've my whole adult life I've just been like you know being a gym rat trying to you know make a UFC career I've never really understood unions in the way my mates who are like tradies do but now I kind of understand it a little bit because I'm in an industry um, where there's not where there's like a monopoly and like we can basically get paid what we're told we're going to get paid and whatnot so like I think it'd be a good thing to be honest because like um, like at least then we could have we could stand up for ourselves a little bit the thing is with the UFC is like it's such an honour to be in there but it, it's like um, I think they sort of play on that a bit well, too much yeah, it seems yeah, like every, they play on that yeah, a bit I too mean, much too every single it'd be like if there's a building co- a construction company and every single um, chippy in the world wanted to work for that company yeah. if one chippy said he wanted five dollars more an hour they'd kick him out and get the next guy because they know he wants to work there yeah. it's the same with the UFC like you don't have that much ground unless you're a Conor McGregor. Mm. Um, you don't have really that much like grounds to stand up to them. So for the um, for that fighters union to sort of work, you probably really need um, like some of the big dogs of the sport to yeah. get in there and be part of it. Hey, so guys like Conor and stuff like that. Yeah, and- yeah, absolutely. Like that's what um, we've said for a while. Is like if someone like him stood up, then I think it'd change things. Yeah. Um, Someone with a bit of leverage. Yeah, exactly. Or if like um, some of the guys, like there's always these rumors, but like some guys coming on as free agents, like um, Rory McDonald is apparently coming off contract and he was looking at going somewhere else, not the UFC. So um, that things like that would actually shake it up a bit because it would make, if a top guy leaves and goes to another organization, it makes other guys in the world go, okay, well, like maybe I can do that yeah. too. I don't need to be in the UFC. You know? yeah. But like I said, like it's for me, it's a massive honor to be there and I like being in there because I fight the best guys in the world. And um, like, it's a bit, for me, it's a bit trivial to be soaking about pay when like I'm still getting paid the most out of any MMA organization in the world. So yeah, it's yeah. like, but, but I think it's just basically compared to what, that company makes yeah. versus what the what the athletes make. I think that's what people have a problem with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think what you're doing, Badge, is so good. You know, like you've got, you've got your name, the Relentless Badge. You know, you've got you're getting that logo out there. Yeah. Um, you're trying to d- develop that whole. You know, you're looking more at the business side of it as well. Yeah. I think that's what it kind of seems that that's what you're doing from yeah. the outside. That's it. Yeah. Like I'm just trying to build my brand because obviously, like, um, you know, uh, oh. One thing I really am passionate about is coaching too, and I've got like a pretty like um, 
uh, specific style of how I, uh, like especially grappling wise, how I roll and how the guys I coach roll. So like I'll put guys in local tournaments around here and do really well, um, especially like for the small number that I enter, we get like a ton of gold medals. So it's like, I'm just basically trying to build my brand so that afterwards I can just, you know, just sit back and just be like a chubby old coach and be happy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Freddie yeah. and I were both lucky enough to, to have a, a very small coaching session with you, mate. And, um, yeah, we're going to do that more. Yeah, yeah, so give the gym a plug, mate. Like, let yeah. everyone know where it's at. Yeah, yeah well, um, Gamebred Academy down at Eagle Farm in Brisbane. Um, it's got, what do we got, you know, like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, uh, MMA obviously is our main thing, so we're trying to, you know, produce some good MMA fighters out of there. Got some CrossFit, got boxing, um, so it's a really good... Uh, really good place to train friendly bunch so come check it out and uh also jump on my instagram uh relentless underscore badger underscore ufc because um that's where you'll catch all my mtv cribs <laughs> yeah. yeah and they're quality and you know there's the cage at game bread too so it's pretty cool for us I, I found it a cool experience just to stand inside a cage and yeah and have have a muck around it was yeah yeah it's definitely a cool place because we, we pump out like high level martial artists but um it's just a really friendly group as well which i think people find um find surprising so yeah well i'm thinking i'm thinking why why i I don't do bjj out of there (laughs) (laughs) i should just jump you're a dog i know (laughs) yeah um badged we're we're talking about that again um with doing like no gi and gi Mm -hmm. how many sessions of no gi do you guys do um so being a uh, MMA gym, it, like predominantly no gi, right? But the thing is, like me personally, it's funny because like I'm meant to be like the figurehead or whatever. But me personally, <laughs> man, I do a ton of gi. I love the gi. But, oh, yeah. but um, they're a funny mob, hey, like martial mixed martial artists. Like um, I find there's a big difference between jujitsu people and mixed martial uh, MMA fighters or MMA minded people, and like um, they're just funny like i'm just like yeah do the gear like put the gear on it'll make you more technical this and that and they're just like no uh, i don't <laughs> want to because there's a, there, i've heard every reason under the sun but you know what i mean like but then i'm probably biased in the i'm biased the other way because i just like the gear for the tradition of it yeah. but if you look at like adcc um which is like the the most prestigious nogi grappling comp in the world with the best grapplers in the world where's that at where they um, do that in abu dhabi well it yeah. was it's it, it was it actually moves around the world now, but it was originally out of Abu Dhabi. What does ADC stand uh, for? Abu Dhabi Combat Club. Yep. Yeah. So, and they put on this, um, um, so this this rich sheik in um, in Abu Dhabi kind of like funded this whole competition to see who's the best grapplers in the world. And um, and now it's, you know, like it's the most prestigious nogi comp in the world. So there's guys from like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, um, catch wrestling, sambo, judo, just everything. And um, but the guys that pretty consistently win it are like gi jiu-jitsu guys. Yeah. Um, like with that's who who win like the absolute divisions generally and like their their own divisions. So like, um, I like yeah, like I said, I'm biased, but I think just the gi it, it just makes you like understand leverage a lot better and be a lot more technical, and you can always like. You, you can ditch the gi and, and then adapt to, to a no-gi style, I think, easier than, like, no-gi guys can put on a gi and adapt to a gi, so... Mm. Yeah, well, be, for, for me, being fresh as, I find gi so hard. Yeah. And then I love getting it off, you yeah, know? Yeah, and yeah. then because with the gi on, I'm just getting chokes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, you know, I think um, like guys that come from an athletic background, like from another sport, like nogi, because you can actually be a bit athletic because you can like explode out of positions. Whereas um, in the gi, because you can't, because someone's like probably holding or they got more friction there, you've got to be a bit more technical. And that's why I like it, especially when I get those freak dudes that are good athletes. Like I like putting them in a gi because it makes them like understand they're not like they can't explode out of every position. They've yeah. got to think and can't stay calm and whatever. Can't so muscle yeah. their way out of Yeah, it. yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. Now you got something else coming up, mate, that I'm pretty interested <laughs> in. This um, <laughs> this new Badger Fuel. I'm all about it. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> the Badger Fuel. So I'll be, I was lucky enough to do like, be approached to do like this collaboration and like um, drink, brew with um, Newstead Brewing Co. in Brisbane. And they're like a really popular um, and successful craft brewery in Brizzy at Newstead and um, they have some awesome drinks but they were looking at making like a new a different type of stout and they wanted you know, to get me on board and that type of thing and funnily enough like I was all over it because when I was like I think it was when I was like 12 or 13 my pop my granddad he was like oh you should start having stout every day because it's good it's good for you to make you strong and give you like a big chest and whatever and I was like <laughs> Yeah, I'm all over that. That's so awesome. I started with like breakfast every day, having like a glass of stout when I was like, <laughs> when I was like 13, 14, 15. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I, I think it helped because I'm pretty strong naturally. But like, I don't know if it's the stout or genetics. I definitely it's definitely it the, the stout. stout. I think. Yeah, yeah I gotta get back. Your on teachers that. like Brendan. What's up? You're like, I'm fucking buzzed. Shut <laughs> yeah. the fuck up. I'm drunk yeah. right now. Um, Stop yelling at me. <laughs> So, so next time an I roll into game bread, I'm going to expect her to walk in there, see uh-huh. a pallet of badger fuel, yeah. smash one open on the uh-huh. cage, knock it down, and then get in the cage. So, so is this a special edition or is this hanging around? Well, I, it, it, it's, there's about 20 kegs of it, like we've brewed, and we're having a the launch party for it on the 24th of July here in Brizzy, Newstead Brewing Co. If anyone who we'll definitely this wants there. to come. And anyone can Freak come. loves a drink. Yeah, it, it actually tastes like great. Um, there's good food down there too, so good food, good drink. But and then great I people, think and you great get to meet a UFC great yeah. people. Yeah, the Badger. We'll, we'll be doing some giveaways of like shirts, like um, and uh, team Badger stuff. So it'll be a fun evening. But um, I'm happy to do high fives. Yeah, well, that's yeah. Come down, do some high fives, and I'll uh, wear my gi, mate. Yeah, <laughs> we end up doing jujitsu in the brewery, but um, it's going to be a fun night. And then I think just ba- ga- like if we sort of like see how popular it is, um, I think it, I I have a good feeling that this is going to become like a mainstay of the stout sta- the stout scene. Definitely, because I have sick, I have man. some stout connoisseurs coming, and they're like pretty pumped about it. And like honestly, I've ta- I tasted it. Um, when we first started the brew and it's incredible and then I've had people taste it since and they say it's like mind-blowing so I'm pretty that's excited nice. and that's your logo eh, on that yeah you yeah it's got my yeah it's got my logo on there and the, the badger fuel like logo and it's gonna be like have a logo on the tap there so it'll be pretty um, it'll be pretty cool that it like when it's when it's on the night so yeah oh, and um, I think with all those those strength enhancements and benefits you'll get, it'll be on the USADA list to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to call them up. I'm gonna have to call them up and give them a heads up and just say, guys, you gotta ban this because like everybody's getting jacked on stout. Yeah. yeah, people are just gonna be decapitating fools with on, on, yeah. on badger fuel. You gotta like fuck off Reebok. I'm reps by a beer company now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah absolutely. So get yeah. it out. So um, did. You, 
Or yeah, no, you, you go, you go back. I was just going to say, um, did you cast the Origin during the week, mate? Yeah, I did, man. What is going on with the <laughs> referees? Yeah. Like, oh, man. Oh, dude. Like, I can't even speak about it. Yeah. That, that's it. I was, I was saying to Brenton, um, it was well, it was the first Origin in a while that I haven't watched drunk. So <laughs> I was real intense on like, and yeah. But in the first half, we're sitting there so relaxed. And me, all me and Brent were doing in the first half was making jokes about how big we thought Mansour's dick would be. Because <laughs> he's... Um, He's got man in his last name, so he thought, fuck, he's got to have a fucking unit on him, you know. <laughs> and then, because uh, we, weren't, we weren't really watching the game. And then because of that first half and uh, the way that Queensland held out those seven yeah. sets on their line, 12 yeah. men down, just off those three penalties, I think, we're like, I was like, I was more pumped for them to win that game than the first two, you know. Yeah. And, yeah. I, I, like, honestly, and that, like, I might be biased, but... I think they deserved to win it. Like, it was just, like, the amount of penalties that went against them, it was ridiculous. And, like, even the biased New South Wales um, commentators, I think, were even a bit shocked at how, like, one-sided the refing was. But, like, um, I think, oh, man, I don't know what's up with the uh, New South Wales, like, wannabe tough guys. Like, there's nobody... The feet is a clown, eh? There needs to be, there needs to be, like, punching allowed back in Yeah. the um in state of oh yeah man imagine uh, imagine the boys going at Fafita's face hey? I, I would love it yeah, I'd so love I'd, to get in there give me one game yeah. man, I, I, I would I would have ran 30 metres for the flying head but <laughs> yeah. I, I played against his brother in France you know the yeah. one that plays at Sharks as well yeah. and in France um, that was before he came back and made his like NRL debut and stuff and even his teammates fucking hated him because he yeah. was the biggest cocksucker in the in the yeah, competition. Wow. Yeah, say so, and and like he he's he's meant to be the worst one, and now for feeder he's meant to have, have all like calm down a bit. But then at that kind of shit yeah, comes like, in. Yeah, like I don't know, but the, I think it's funny because um, obviously the NRL banned punching and all that, or like gave massive whatever it's called uh, reprimands if you do. But like I think it made it worse because. Now that you see all this like frustration and guys pushing, shoving, it's like maybe if the first time old mate does that, he gets his teeth put through the back of his head, then yeah. he'll just shut up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the end of it. So I think there was two moments in that game where I lost it laughing. It was when we were making jokes about Mansour lassoing bitches with this enormous cock. <laughs> so we're talking about like so there's five hundred over there, Mansour's on the other side of the stadium just just like, lassoing the ladies. <laughs> but then also I lost it too because um what's his name? I've gone blank. No, <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, yeah, that jumped. was hilarious. Oh, yeah. But um, no, I'll, oh, the front, who, he's the front row. What? The queen, we were doing Josh. Maguire. Yeah, sorry. Um, yeah, it was just pulling on his stupid fucking haircut. <laughs> the rat's tail. Oh, really? Did you really? see that? No, I didn't tackles? see that. He just, like, it was a tackle and he just reached over and just grabbed his stupid ponytail thing and was just pulled even it. on it. I thought it was brilliant. Great. But yeah, oh, that was it. my uh, state of origin highlights. Yeah. And hey, I, I saw the news this morning. Apparently in 2019... Um, they're going to play a game in Perth. Ah. So there's a new Perth stadium being built yeah, wow. and they've signed for the second game um, yeah, wow. in the series and it's actually going to be played on the weekend. Oh. So it'll be a, on a Saturday or Sunday to get get the crowds over there and that should be yeah, I'm a big break in tradition, that's for yeah. sure. I'm thinking, I don't know if this lines up and I could be talking total bullshit, but it might be while they're um, doing the stadium up down in Sydney. So oh, it might yeah. be corresponding with that. Uh, maybe. Yeah, that's, oh, that's totally weird because it's a long trip for like Sydney or 
or like or you know, New South Wales or Queensland fans to go over and watch them. So unless yeah. there's like a fan base in WA, it might, could be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a big game. Remember when they had the Western Reds? Yeah. Like, was that Super League or something? Uh, So, I don't don't think Western Reds were Super League, but they were around. They were just before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we had Adelaide Rams. Adelaide Rams? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That went great. Oh, man. Yeah, fucking Cowboys sucked for so long as well. I I used to love the Cowboys when they sucked, and now now they're pretty good. Like, I I still love them, but, you know, but then I started loving the Rabbitohs when they sucked, and then they won the premiership. Mm -hmm. So, basically, when I start going for the worst team, they're going to win the premiership. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, but anyway, Queensland got the two, so fucking ours for the year again. Yeah. And they walked off mid-speech, the dogs. Yeah, I know that was hot. That was terrible. Hey, yeah, like yeah. Se- quite like seriously, that as a, as like it's just the strangest thing to see like um, someone who's meant to be considered like a leader. Yeah, and also like a peer. So like I'm pretty sure they play together in like the Australian team, right? Um, Cameron Smith and and yeah. Paul Gallon. Yeah, and like that just seemed totally. It was oh, a dick move. Yeah, massive dick yeah. move. Like, and even like when Jennings scored that try, no one. Like was like good on you, Jennings. They were all just in a mad huddle. Now that you're black belt, yeah. If and last last time you were on, we asked you who you'd rather fuck. I think was it fuck or fight between Misha Tay. I uh, stuffed it up because I said, who do you want? <laughs> yeah, who yeah. do you want to fight? Who do you want to fuck? Who do you want to kill or something? Marry. And then I said, oh, so you'll kill such and such. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I'll kill nobody. And Badge, <laughs> Badge talked about twenty minutes um, breaking down who we'd fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the story of my life. Strategic. So this time, if you had to roll with uh, a black belt bear, a black belt shark, or a black belt crocodile, yeah, what do you reckon you're doing? Um, I'm not scared at all of um, crocodiles. Or bears. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> crocodiles scare the shit out nah, of me. Nah, I've never ever have been scared of crocodiles. Hey, ever like bleh, they just don't bother me at all. And bears. Have you seen the Discovery Channel, bro? Yeah, they just don't <laughs> bother me. Hey, I think I watched so much Steve Irwin as a kid that yeah. I just got desensitized, and I was yeah. like, oh, I can absolutely do that. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm dying my hair blonde. But, and get uh, I actually used to think I was Steve Irwin. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> when I was like four and what I used to yeah I, I used, call me Steve I used to walk around in stubbies no shirt and like dive oh, it's a long story Bre- Brendan come inside I'm Steve bitch yeah, <laughs> and I'm drunk from that stout I fucking drank this morning <laughs> so definitely I wouldn't like to roll the black belt shark hey like um, I'm not a shark I'm, that's the, like the one thing in the world I'm scared of yeah is sharks yeah I, d- yeah, I just think that the, the shark the shark death like the croc death, like the roll and stuff, it would be, I think a shark, if it just took your leg and you bled out really quickly, it might be a bit, you know, but I don't know, like, I don't know what you're going to do. Like if you, if nah, it's a shark, you're just going to bring a naked choke. I have bad, so I want to, when I was young, when I was probably like six, I used to be in swimming club. Like I, I never, I don't think I ever liked it, but I kind of had to go because my sister was in it too. And like, <laughs> and, um, and I remember one time I watched Jaws when I was like six years old and then my mum was like, come on, we're going to swimming club. And I was like, no, nah, this can't be happening. And then I just, I remember sitting on the edge of the pool on Friday night at this swimming club and they're like, Brendan, you have to, I think I did like a 25 meter freestyle race and I won it by like 
25 <laughs> metres. Like, I, was out, I was out the other end of the pool before the other kids got in the water. The because I um, thought Jaws was in there and that was it. I was like, I've never been the same since. I'm just not a water person anymore. Yeah. I try surfing, but I basically sit on my board and just like look at the view. Like, I'm, I, I, should, I should just be in a tinny. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. I surf to just carry the board down and then they'd sit on it out in the ocean yeah. and just look good carrying it back. Yeah, up, yeah you know? exactly. I just look at the view. Just, you know, get in people's way, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck, I was totally going to ask that when we talked about that. I totally, totally I, did we get an me. answer? So what's happening with the bear? Oh, no, yeah, no, well, he said yeah, he'd well, take the shark. Oh, yeah, he'd take the yeah, shark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd submit the bear and the crocodile. Easy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, you want to have that bear cover? They ask first. Yeah, I, I don't even, um, I don't understand, like, I don't comprehend how scary bears are. I just yeah. don't, because when I was in Canada, they would come on the balcony and like go through the rubbish and I was like, give me a knife, I'll go get it. I'll go get it. Like, I'll go stab it. <laughs> and, my, my, and my friend's like, are you an idiot? It's not a possum. Like, it's a bloody koala, mate. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, let me at it. But yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, how long were you in Canada for when you were there? Uh, the, f- the first time I was over there, I don't know, like a few months. I was there for a little while. I can't really remember. I was there like over Christmas, so like oh, maybe yeah. like doing some snowboarding. November. Day. Well, yeah, no, I didn't because oh. I'm a I'm actually a pussy outside. <laughs> <laughs> Anything uh, yeah, like with fighting, it's weird. Like fighting and like horses, like riding horses. Like I'll do anything. Hey, but um. And you've dabbled in rodeo. Is that yeah, what you're yeah, 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 yeah. So like, saddle bronco was it? Yeah, saddle yeah. bronc riding, but also just any random horse. Like if people are like, oh man, this horse is like really wild. You need no, to break it. No in. one will ride it. I'm like, I'll ride it. But then if someone says, oh, you go over that little like kids jump on a BMX bike, nah. <laughs> like, well, you I'll serious? do, I'll do it, but I'll fall off. Like I'm terrible. <laughs> I'm just terrible. Um, just yeah, I'm just. And in my car, like, I honestly, I never break the speed limit. I'm just like a granny driver. <laughs> I'm so shit. What are, you, what are you driving at the moment? Man, I got an X-Trail, like a soccer mum car. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but I, I actually, like, the guys at um, North Star Isuzu, give them a shout out. They, they like, hook me up with uh, sweet Isuzus, like, pretty regularly. So I drive them around and... Uh, they're really good. Like I actually love drive. I'm not just saying it because they're a sponsor, but oh, I've seen some of your ads, mate. Yeah, doing some great work. Yeah, the the uh, Isuzu sure. D Max like is a sweet U. If, if I was uh, on the lookout for a U, like a work U, yeah. a classy one, I would definitely get a D Max because they're pretty nice. So, um, but yeah, the car I own is a uh, is a X Trail. I'm definitely like very uh very soccer mummyish. yeah and are, are we talking to a, a badge at the moment that's on tinder or you you relationship um, yeah i'm relationship oh, yeah, so, last time you're single i think yeah i know i think it was like a it was basically around that time last time i was yeah. on that you know like things were happening shout so out. shout out yeah shout out to my girlfriend <laughs> <laughs> she actually she actually asked me out and um and i was like really scared because um she can actually beat me up she can beat me up she went to the olympics for judo oh and um i wasn't i wasn't scared for that reason yeah i I back my armbar defense but um did did she put like peer pressure into doing a jump on a bmx bro is that what you no i was just i was just like Man, I was just like, oh, life's so simple. Like, I'm such a simple dude. I was like, I just want to wake up and just do jujitsu and like eat eat food. I'm basically like a grizzly bear that just 
um, you know, like wants to eat and hibernate and whatever. And then um, I was like, I don't know if I want to go on a date, but yeah, it turns out it was a good idea. So good time. Very good. Very good decision nice. by myself. I gotta get, I'll give myself a shout out <laughs> for just being brave enough to go on a date. Yeah, we, we give them we give them away pretty regularly, so we're, we're all about the shout out. We shout, yeah, so that our four listeners can uh, know yeah, exactly what's right. going on in our lives. Yeah, sweet. And at Badge, we got that, um, those guys that did the filming, they put they they put together another single, like one of mainly just you and Ruben. Oh, sweet. Yeah, so they're to another song, so that's, that's, that's so cool, that's, that We'll that, put that up on Facey and stuff. That too. was, that was yeah. cool, that video. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, all our gymnastic work and somersaults and stuff it was good. Came day. out really good. It's eh? a good day. Yeah, you so got anything what? else, bro? Mate, I've got nothing else. Badge, you got anything else you want to add? No, uh, I thought I had something, but I think we've covered all the things I was going to talk about. Eh? Um, yeah, trying to give Alliance a shout out, mate, since we're in the shout out mode. Alliance, yeah, we, yeah, I will because you know it's the week I just got my black belt there, but um. Yeah, Alliance Jiu-Jitsu Brisbane, Alliance Jiu-Jitsu Australia here in Brisbane. It's at Albion, and um, you know my uh, my coach Bruno Lemos there. He's an amazing coach. So if you're on the lookout for you know Jiu-Jitsu in like its purest form, like um, if you want to get good in the gi and and learn from like the source, basically like the the world's most successful um, Jiu-Jitsu team, get down there and uh, get training with those guys. There's some awesome awesome training partners, very high level. But they're also great for you know beginners, so go check them out. Awesome, sweet. And if you want to follow us, what's the? Uh... Uh, we're at the BF Tangent yep. on uh, Twitter. Yep. So we're tweeting nonstop. Yeah. I think it was the third tweet I put yeah. up. <laughs> <laughs> and um and yeah and then just we're also we're at overexertion and uh, www.overexertion.com.au and right. um badge will get you that uh, supplement sponsor oh that'd yeah. be sick yeah, yeah. so um the supplements that um that we get uh, hooked up with and he also uh, sells sells over exertion out of his store is if you go on at the supplement store and go talk to aaron yeah. and um yeah and we'll, we'll sort, sort that out as well awesome. so, so um that's it for the the bf tangent we're gonna get a fucking good really good looking um sponsor upstairs jeremy to come yeah. down and play us out jeremy williams from tall tree studios <laughs> huge member yeah, <laughs> we might get some sweet shots of you two 50-50 in the games or something. Let's do it. Let's dance, motherfuckers. Let's roll. What are we doing with your wrist then, man? How's it going? Let's roll. <laughs> do, do. Okay, guys. It's a song I've been working on. Because you guys mean a lot to me. You know that? Thank you. First part's for you, free. Close my eyes. Have I told you, free, that I love you? Your turn, Brento. Have I told you, Brento, there's no one else above you? Tell me again. The tangent, you're all mine. We got a love divine. You're the tangent.
That's awesome. <laughs>